Hey everybody, my name is Kay Lindsay and welcome to Room 204 where we dive into all the deep dish gossip and trending topics live from Room 204. Today's special guest is Haley. Hey, I'm here today because I'm very into um, celebrity gossip, into the trends. I'm very into the TikTok tea, celebrity tea, reality TV. So one of the main reasons why I invited Haley to talk on the show today is because she is one of my only friends that actually watch the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. And with the Super Bowl, there was a lot that happened this year. It wasn't very well known. And people didn't really... Well, think about it. No one really watched it because the teams were the Bengals and the Rams. Yes, but I specifically watched it for the football. Yes, not Mm -hmm. a lot of people did, though. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, every every girl right now watched the Super Bowl for Joe Burr. For Joe Burr. That was one of the reasons why I watched the Super Bowl. That's one of the reasons why I wanted the Bengals to win. But I also love football, so that's why I watched it. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of drama surrounding the Super Bowl, specifically the commercials and the Mm halftime show and the alleged win of the team. So we're going to dive into that first. I first want to talk about the commercials. Yes. So what was your favorite commercial this year? So I honestly didn't pay a lot of attention to the commercials this year because none of them spoke out to me. Like none of them was that great the one that i know you also mentioned that that i specifically remember was the qr one yes the cryptocurrency the cryptocurrency one. one that was on for a very long time and i was like what is this is it going to say anything and so i finally scanned it and i'm like okay so there's actually a couple different cryptocurrency commercials this year uh several of them were sponsored by crypto.com if you remember there was one about lebron james Yes, I did watch that one. So LeBron James was basically there, and he had de-aged himself, and like, or de-aged to a younger self, and he was trying to kind of sell to a, the younger generation of the crypto commercial, uh, the crypto community as like kind of a new wave of social investing. Um, Coinbase is the one that had the QR code mm-hmm. bouncing off. And people were very stunned. That was like a 60-second commercial. 60 seconds for a Super Bowl commercial. I just, like, that is so long. For just, for just to be a QR code to right. bounce around the screen and light up different colors and play songs. But it was basically this QR code that offered free Bitcoin for customers who signed up, um, which was kind of lacking the normal celebrity cameos that the Super Bowl normally featured. Right. But it obviously, it, it got some people. I think it's the one that I've heard about the most. Like, people were more shocked over that one than any of them for sure one fact i was going to bring up that i thought was very interesting was that a 30 second commercial is approximately 6.5 million dollars which this year was the most expensive super bowl ad that they've ever had in nfl history which i think that is a lot of money very outrageous but a 60 second commercial for the cryptocurrency one that was that took some money out of their pocket for especially for like such a brand that is so new I think to the community not mm-hmm. so much new but it is a new concept to kind of have cryptocurrency advertised during this during this event right specifically I know cryptocurrency companies shelled out millions of dollars and just for that s- little 30 second LeBron James ad it had a 7 million dollar price tag that's just so crazy to me. Do you think that he got paid a lot for doing that? Like on top of... Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Because when you think about 
just all the different celebrity cameos and appearances that you saw in the Super Bowl ads. Like, I saw LeBron James. I saw Zendaya. I saw Ryan Reynolds. I saw all these different celebrities that do nothing, absolutely nothing to Mm -hmm. do with football. But they cater towards the specific audience of trying to sell a product and sell a brand or sell, sell an item. Exactly. I do think that this year's commercials were lacking. I just don't think the... They um, were just not as good. Like They weren't. When I think of past commercials, the one... Oh, my gosh. The one I thought was so creepy, but continue... I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, it's I know. It's the Puppy Monkey Baby. Yes. The Mountain Dew. Was it the Mountain Dew the one? The Mountain Dew yes. puppy, monkey ba- mu- puppy Monkey Baby. It was so weird. But there was nothing like this this year. There was nothing, like, so far like out that was crazy. Like, Well, I was waiting for kind of um, Doritos or some weird brand to kind of cater towards that younger generation to make that weird content. And I know Doritos came out with this weird, like, wilderness ad mm-hmm. where all the animals were vibing, but it just it didn't leave a mark. No. And I, think, I think any PR is good PR at the end of the day, or any advertisement is at least getting your name out there. Exactly. And I just feel like none of the commercials were memorable except that cryptocurrency mm-hmm. one because that's what everyone is and talking about. And that's so about. crazy. And it was, I just can't get over the fact that it was a 60 second long advertisement and how much money they just fished out. The website but actually ended up crashing because it got so many viewers. How much do you think they're going to make from this? Oh, triple. Yeah. Quadruple sure. the amount. The fact that it is they will make so much more money that the amount that they dish out isn't even a crazy concept. Mm-hmm. But Exactly. With that being said, your favorite was definitely this cryptocurrency one. For sure. That's the only one that I can actually remember. Like, thinking back to it, I didn't watch a lot of the commercials, but the ones I did, like, I can't remember a single one other than the crypto one. Well, I think with the Super Bowl, we also have to talk about the halftime show. Yes, of course. This was a super big deal, and specifically because the halftime show is something that has been very controversial in the Mm -hmm. last couple of years. A lot of celebrities, a lot of musicians, performers are backing out of it due to the controversy with the NFL. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to stay away from controversial topics on here, but it was very, it's a very big controversial thing to perform at the Super Bowl as in like support. Mm -hmm. But this year we got a bunch of different performers, including Including a surprise performance by 50 Cent. 50 Cent. I was not expecting that one. Gonna be real. I have no idea what 50 Cent looked like. I didn't. I was like, I saw a 50 chain. I was like, that has to be 50 Cent. And that's the only thing that gave it away to me. That that was 50 Cent. Really? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I came into this performance thinking that it was going to be either the best thing we've ever seen or the worst thing. There was no in between. And once Priscina, I think it was very good. It wasn't as high scale as I was expecting it to be. And it was also a lot shorter than I was expecting it to be. It was way shorter. And I guess what I was hoping for was since they had so many performers that at least three of the performer songs would be played. Right. Specifically Eminem. I think Eminem is what really drove me wild is he had one song. One song. One song. And his performance was just so... I mean, I love Eminem, so I th- I don't think it was bare minimum, but it was very bare minimum. We just expected more because it is the Super Bowl. Like, it's known for the halftime performances. He was one of the biggest performers to perform next to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, and we get one song. One and song. it was in the middle of the halftime mm-hmm. show. So let's talk about this performer. So we opened up with Dr. Dre. Thoughts? Thoughts. I Thoughts on the set. Thoughts on the I performance. I think the set was very cool. I think... 
I think it was good. I don't know how I feel about it, though. Because really? I think it's an unpopular opinion. Because I think I've heard a lot of people love it and have raved about it. But I personally wasn't that into it. Just because I don't listen to that type of music. And so, I mean, I did know, like, some, like, the, like the Snoop Dogg song that they played. Like, I was like, okay, I've heard that. But I wasn't into it. So, that's why I wasn't able to, like, vibe with the performance very well. So, comparing it to the last couple years of the Super Bowl, what did you see either lacked or was brought into the light okay I will say it is probably the best one that we've seen in the past couple years last year with the weekend I don't remember that one I don't think that one was very good at all I thought it was a very interesting concept how the weekend performed around the whole coronavirus thing because it was a lot of social distancing mandated masks and he kind of created this performance that weaved through the stadium but a lot of people didn't like that because it didn't feel like it was actual Mm -hmm. performance right it, w- it didn't feel live. It didn't connect. And, like, the one performance that really stands out to me is Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance. The doll, the shark. Was it the shark? Yeah, guy? the left shark, yes, left shark. Left shark. He d- like, something that stands out. Yeah. I personally, I thought that this was a very classy Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I wish it just had something more. I do think it's different than what we've seen in the past. And so that was, like, something that they brought to the table that's different. Yeah. especially when 50 Cent just appeared upside, upside down. down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think anyone saw that coming because no. he wasn't on the headliner. Why wasn't he on the headliner? I was, I was confused I about that no one. I have no idea. I don't know if it has anything to do with they wanted a surprise element mm-hmm. or they just couldn't find someone to fit the set long enough. Maybe someone backed out and he was like a backup. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But he just appeared upside yeah. down. I like, he killed it. I, I did enjoy it. I think we also have to mention... How no one knew who Mary J. Blige was. No, but her outfit was gorgeous. She definitely, especially since a lot of the performers were a little bit older. Yeah. It was very different to see how they they catered to each of the body types, which is actually the number one controversy right now is why none of them matched. So you have Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre. Um, in black and then you have Snoop Dogg in navy blue and then you have Mary J. Blige in white Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times you have to have everything matching specifically since the whole set kind of matched the vibe um, the groundwork matched the vibe the performers matched the vibe and then you have all these different outfits from the headlining performers thoughts yeah it was a little crazy I I only thought Snoop Dogg was wearing the colors, the blue and the yellow, because of the Rams. I just thought he was, like, supporting them. But watching it, that didn't, like, the different outfits didn't stick out to me. I was like, really? Mary J. Blige, her outfit, beautiful. And then Snoop Dogg wearing his colors for the Rams. The other ones, I didn't notice what they were wearing. Like, that's not what stuck out to me or what I was paying attention to. So, well, I heard that Snoop Dogg wore this blue color for his gang affiliation. Yeah. Which I know that they, like, warned him. They were like, do not do that. Do not do that. But he did it anyways. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, he does what he wants. Especially, he's, like, in his late 60s, right? Is he really? I think he's in his late 60s. I did not know that. That really shocks me. Well, I think a lot of them are older. But I'm still surprised that they were able to pull so many well-known people. Snoop Dogg is 50 years old. And how old is everyone else? Let's look it up. Okay. Because I feel... I know Eminem has a has a family, and I think he has two older daughters. Yes, they were there at the Super Bowl too. Really? Yes. Mary J. Blige was is fifty one. I think I 
I think 50 Cent is up there, too. I think the youngest performer was Kendrick Lamar. Eminem is 49, so they're all around 50. That's like our parents. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our parents performing in the Super Bowl. Okay, Kendrick Lamar is 34, so. Speaking of Kendrick Lamar, came out of nowhere. Man hasn't dropped an album in five no. years. I think it would have been better to headline 50 Cent and then like pop in Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar than like add him in there because also his part was very small to me. He just came out of a box. Yeah. Loved his performance though. Yeah. Thought it was very cool. The per- the dancing, the elements, um, the the outfits, the doc- uh, the Dre Day. Loved that. Yeah. Thought it was so cool. I loved the concept of Dr. Dre kind of catering towards every single artist mm-hmm. he's kind of like producing them because he did produce a lot of them and i think that that was a very interesting concept i will also say when they were ever like whenever they were weaving in the performers i had no idea where the other performers went yeah they just well, disappeared i know at one point like snoop dogg was downstairs like because it was two floors and like mm-hmm. he was like down there or was it with, was it three i don't remember i think it might have been two or three but yeah. the concept is it was like one side and then on the other side there was another room and then mm-hmm. there was like the rooftop but there was like couches down there and like there was like one scene where um snoop dogg was just like sitting there vibing on the couch um yeah so i think they were just like chilling in the setup they did a really great job with camera work and movement because i had no idea like whenever snoop dogg finished performing i had no idea where he went no because they had easily transitioned it from either the dancers or literally the other concepts i just was baffled Mm -hmm. i loved it and i know every middle-aged dad was bobbing their head for sure for sure i was bobbing my head i overall think it was very well but i just i I couldn't vibe with like i just it wasn't my my type of music i do want to talk about how many celebrities ended up going to the super bowl so many specifically i want to talk about kanye west oh kanye (laughs) he showed up with his kids um north and saint Mm-hmm. and they were like front row they were they were front very close row. i was confused with his outfit because he's wearing i never the saw al- his outfit you didn't see it he was like an but all I black heard, yeah it was wearing like the a black mask and then his um it was like holes where he could see through the black like outfit but i don't see how can you watch a football game whenever it's you're just looking through like little, little people yes <laughs> i have no idea but i do know that people talked about how it was comparison to kim kardashian yes that's my fir- that was my first thought was it? It's not the Met Gala. Is it the Met Gala? It was the Met Gala. The Met Gala mm-hmm. look, and that was like such a show stunner. And we already know he's in a whole nother controversy, which we'll be talking about next week. Yes. Um, but specifically, I know that he was there. I saw Angus Cloud from Euphoria was yes. sitting right next to Meg The Stallion, and they were next to some Viners. I just think it's crazy how many people were at the Super Bowl, specifically since it was in LA. I do understand yeah. that. There was, like, a lot of TikTokers, and there was, like, Justin Bieber, J-Lo, like... Everyone, everyone came out Everyone was there. Speaking of celebrities, let's talk about some celebrity pregnancy announcements. Yes. Uh, it seems like everyone and their mom is popping up a uh, belly bump or a little pregnancy test on social media. Specifically, the one that sparked my eye was Rihanna, Rihanna. and ASAP Rocky. Well, first of all... are. Were they a previously a thing? Like, have they been announced for... Yes. So they were. They've been out for a while, I See, believe. I didn't know that. So this was, like, a total yeah. shock to me. Uh, well, I also didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I think since 2013, they've kind of been flirting. Oh, really? I don't know when they started dating. It's th- been almost 10 years. I know. But I rem- I saw an article saying that they had kind of previously flirted in 2013, and then all of a sudden, pregnancy announcement yeah. 2022, which this is their first child. Um, 
they are still boyfriend girlfriend i don't know if this is something serious or she just wanted a baby i'm not sure well ever since she announced the pregnancy like there's been footage of her um paparazzi has called her like them i think they were at the super bowl or where that i have no idea well there was footage around that time they were going to take a super bowl party but they were um like holding hands walking together she's pretty far along too she is pretty far along i had no idea no. Gonna be real. Had no idea she was pregnant, and then boom, pictures came out. I was so shocked. She got it a baby came out bump. nowhere. I loved the concept of her pregnancy photos, mm-hmm. though. The very like downtown kind of New York kind of street style. I thought it was very interesting, very cool. They're gonna have a beautiful baby, of course. A very Most beautiful, beautiful baby. baby ever. Uh, speaking of celebrity pregnancy announcements, Luke Combs and his wife Nicole Combs announced that they were having a child. Yes, I. They, go ahead. I love Luke Combs, and this didn't really shock me because I was like, I mean, they've been married for a few years, and so. I just feel like Luke Combs is, like, such a celebrity that's not a celebrity. Exactly. Like, I don't know if he knows he's famous or not. He basically took to Instagram to share the big news, um, and he kind of took this close-up shot of the baby, or not the baby, but, like, the The sonogram. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and he wrote this caption that said, here we go, y'all. Little dude Combs is coming this spring. Couldn't be more excited to start a family with this babe. It's going to be a hell of a ride. So they're having a boy. Or? I don't know. Okay. Little dude could could elude that. True. But he took to Instagram to announce, while others took to TikTok to announce, specifically Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas, yes. I was scrolling through TikTok a couple nights ago before I went to bed, and I saw that she was, like, holding her pregnancy test. And I was so shocked. I'm like, is this a publicity stunt? Like, is this for real? No, it is for real. And I was so shocked. Well, I know Trisha had talked a lot in the past about how she had struggled with her journey in fertility Mm -hmm. and that she never thought she was going to have kids. I know when she was on the Frenemies podcast, she talked with Ethan about how don't joke about that. You know I'm infertile. Like that's not fair. I'm never going to be able to start my family. You have a child and you're not you're not catering towards them. Like you have a nanny. I would spend all my time with the child and then boom, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Less than a year later. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I remember that happening now. I forgot about that, but I do remember her talking about that. And also, she's like fairly older. So that's also like kind of shocked me. I think she's in her late 30s. She's a, yeah, she is in her late 30s. But so. she just got recently married, mm-hmm. and she is in love with her husband. Yes. Very, very They in had love. like three weddings. They, yeah, glamorous weddings yes. too. I would um, expect nothing less coming from her. Absolutely not. But the controversy that kind of surrounds this pregnancy is people are worried because of Trisha Paytas' past, her, um, her issues with her mental health cancelizations she is a little crazy but i think maybe she can settle down like when she has a kid like she i think she's really excited to be mom because i don't think that this has ever been something that has been an option for her or mm-hmm. at least she thought had been an option for her and we've already kind of seen that she's starting to settle down with this marriage right but also maybe she acts crazy and different for the media like she posts like she's crazy on tiktok because she like I mean, any PR is good PR. Everyone loves Trisha. And so maybe she's really not like this, like, behind the scenes. Well, when you think about the grand scheme of things, she's been on YouTube since 2008. Really? 2007. Long time. She was maybe maybe a little sooner or later. I know she was one of the first YouTubers. I didn't know that. First bigger YouTubers because that's when she started to get her fame with Shane Dawson. They became friends. And she's still been in the public's eye. 
specifically she found her way from Shane Dawson to the vlog squad mm-hmm. to uh, to Ethan um, H3 podcast she has always been in the media right like, always and that's really hard to do for someone who's been such like a big name for so long and I just I don't know now she's got a baby she's already making TikToks about it right she's very excited she's very excited her TikToks slightly scared <laughs> me too so speaking of TikTok let's talk about some TikTok tea yes this is the segment of our episode where we talk about all the latest and greatest TikTok tea. We have two stories we're going to cover today, starting with Taylor Holder. This is what I'm very excited about. I have been keeping up with this from the beginning, and so... I've not heard a lot about this. I think I saw one TikTok from the BFFs podcast, and that's all I saw. Mm-hmm. So, so take me in. Dive, dive us in. Taylor Holder's little background. He's a 24-year-old mu- musician, which he just came out with, like, his first song, I believe, last month. And um, he's a TikToker. He was in the Hype House. And then he was also a Viner before that. So he's been, like – Oh, he's been in the public eye for, for a while. For many years. For many, many years. And so he was very good friends with, like, um, Bryce Hall over the years. Well, a few weeks ago, randomly – um, people noticed that all of his close friends started unfollowing him. And so, like, Bryce Hall did, Josh Richards. And he also created a group, his own, like, content house. called the, um, It's called House of Creators. And he had, like, his own IGTV Instagram with them. Um, with, like, the Meon twins, Marco Washington, Kellyanne, um, and her fiancé. He's been best friends with Kellyanne for many years, too. And they all unfollowed him. His ex, Charlie Jordan. And so, this brought a lot of attention to him and people were like wondering what's happening and so at first people were like is this a PR stunt and so they didn't know um why this was happening but then he went on the BFS podcast yes yes that's what you mentioned he's on PFS BFF's podcast and it was a very short interview and he was on there and they were like hey like tell us what's happening what's going on and he's like oh I can't really talk much about it um I want to keep it off off um online behind that behind the scenes and they're like okay is there anything you can tell us he was like well you can ask me any questions you want but I just don't want to talk about it. like I'm gonna keep it offline and they're like okay and so this just happened go back and forth for like five minutes they get off there and they were all so confused they're like what what's happening like he won't tell us anything but he says we can ask him questions and Josh Richards is in BFS podcast and he was one of them that unfollowed him. So obviously he knows what's happening, but he couldn't say anything. And then a couple of days after that, Bryce Hall said that there was a season assist sent to him from Taylor Holder saying that yeah. if he talks anything about what's happening, anything about his personal business, he will take um, law actions and like possibly sue. And he said this to a lot of creators. So I think Josh Richards got one. There is um, a lot of people came out saying that they got these, got this in Cease the mail. Cease letters. Yes, they did. And then it came out after that that he was arrested. So there was reports. Oh, arrested. Th- there was a record saying that he was arrested and that it was for sexual abuse for many people. And then a lot of them were also minors. And so um, at this point, people was like, was he arrested? Like, what's happening? And turns out someone admitted that they – 
forged this this paper. It was not him that was arrested. He's not arrested. But in the meantime of all of this, he's still posting content on Instagram and TikTok. Like, he's acting like nothing's happening while everyone else is, like, unfriending him. Like, he's lost all his friends. And everyone's confused because, yeah, they're saying it's sexual abuse, but, like, there's no there's no names. There's nothing that happened. Like, no one knows what actually happened. So, he went on the BFF podcast. He agreed to go on the BFF's podcast and then proceeded to not say anything yes i think his team like made him go in there to like make a statement make sure everything's okay but he doesn't want to say anything so so allegedly there is assault allegations i'm not i just know it's around sexual abuse i don't i actually know know what it is yeah and no one seems to know what it is no so this is like still forming content maybe in the coming days we'll like learn more but um it's been basically like the big thing on TikTok right now that everyone's been talking about. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what do you think is going to happen? Honestly, I have no clue. I think if it keeps on more stuff coming out, like he will be canceled. And if it's true, like he should be canceled. Um, but it has to be something big for his best friends because just like, Bryce Hall is, like, his best friend. Like, he would, they were both in the TikTokers versus YouTubers fight together. Um, he, they were in that together, so they were best friends. And Kellyanne, they've been best friends since, like, Vine time. Like, they've, for all these years, and, like, they're, I don't know. I really don't know what's happening. So, that, that'll be something we can update in further episodes. But Taylor, Taylor Holder is really getting his name out there. Yeah good or bad we're not really sure yet because we're not really sure what's happening but cease and desist letters are definitely being sent out a lot of his old friends i know are no longer associating with him unfollowing him so i guess as more hopefully as more things come out maybe we can talk about it legally (laughs) that's right i think it's a big deal i think it has to be something big for them to be able for them to all unfollow him and disassociate themselves from him because even bryce hall said bryce hall said in an interview like He's done with communication. He's, like, not talking to him. There's no communication at all. Well, it's a very common theme for social media stars to have a falling out or have a serious situation like this with other social media stars. And one big example of this, I think, is definitely the CNMA and Jack Wright issue. Do you know a lot about that? I do know a little bit about this. Um, A lot's happened. This has been forming over months now. Yeah, yeah, literally months. Mm-hmm. Do we speak? Yeah, you can it. go about it. So, basically, from what I like remember from the start was that they they everyone thought they were dating. They like both big TikTokers. They were dating, and then it came out that there was was it he, was it he that said that the, the allegations came out about her or what first started this? I from what I've gathered. There was a little bit of talk since they were kind of known as like the TikTok couple, mm-hmm. but it was never official. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever official. You just kind of saw those videos that kind of alluded that they were in a relationship, but I don't think it ever was officially confirmed. Um, and then the video comes out and everyone, everyone's pretty much seen the video. It's basically where Jack Wright is unconscious mm-hmm. on a couch and you watch as CNMA kind of tries to kiss him and then she later gets on top of him and then she goes to grab his crotch 
and his you can kind of see his arm fall off of his friend mm-hmm. and that's how people kind of alluded that this was an on unco- an unconscious man and from there that's when he kind of waited a very very long time to kind of talk about the situation he would post a couple videos being like I'm not ready to talk about the situation yet I'm waiting it takes time for me to heal like I'm still I'm still hurting this is a very big situation and as he is doing this CNMA is posting like a 13 14 part video talking about how Jack Wright, if this is such a big deal, why are you just now coming out about this? She's basically gaslighting him, saying, like, if this is such an issue, if I had really done those things to you, you, w- you would have came out sooner. And kind of forcing him to say, say some statement to keep her name out of the public, which is a lot of the reason she gained a lot of fame is because she started hanging out with Hype House members like Jack Wright. Right. And as this issue kind of started to ball up and form, the Hype House show was in, in the making. And apparently CNMA and Jack Wright had a huge segment on the Hype House show. But because of the issue coming out right before the Hype House show was supposed to come out, they had to take a lot of that part out and they had to deal with legal issues. So whenever Jack Wright turned 18 years old, or not Jack Wright, whenever CNMA turned 18 years old, that's when Jack Wright started to release information. And he released like an 18, I think an 18, 20 minute long video Yes, I think it was like 13 or 15 minutes. It was a very long video. Did you watch it? I watched it. I watched it too. And, oh man, it just it just killed me. It killed, like, I think something that doesn't get talked a lot about on social media is male sexual assault victims. And I do believe, and he stated this in his, in his statement video, a lot of the times it's much harder for men to come out because it's not as common people don't believe it a lot of the time women do kind of have the upper hand in this Mm -hmm. case not saying not saying all cases but a lot of time they do and so he was very worried about this coming out and he kind of talked about how he was there was different occasions where she would just get undressed and get on top of him and he would just kind of proceed to kind of push push her off tell her no like we're just friends we're not doing this this is just for social media purposes and I think she took that the wrong way so what did CNMA do about this? <laughs> she made a blog post. Of course, of course. She made a blog post. And she said, I haven't even been 18 a whole week yet, but the decisions I have made as a new adult are challenging me in ways to make me wish I could go back and be a kid. She basically kind of talks about the start of their relationship and how their their relationship kind of turned as the Hype House kind of started in December of 2020. They ended up actually going to school together. They went to school together yes. before all of this Hype House stuff. She dated one of his best friends in high school, and then she cheated on him. But then, you know, a couple of years went on. They were, like, becoming big creators, and that's whenever they, like, joined back together and started becoming friends, and they made their own content, and which made people believe that they were actually dating whenever they never were. Not to mention, she had her ex her exes came out and made like a lot of statements on jack's behalf Mm -hmm. talking about how um basically she was crazy she was really not respectful of boundaries but as this hawaii trip came and as the video kind of came out that's when more of jack wright's friends were coming out about this situation Later on in her blog post, she kind of talks about how she's only ever been in, like, three relationships. Um, she kind of clears 
quote, clears up her name by stating that she never broke into Jack's house like he claimed. Um, she never did anything but kiss him and yada, yada, yada. And then she kind of has this whole statement on regrets. And she's saying, like, my parents were always touchy-clingy. My parents were always touchy-clingy. I had no idea. Like, I don't know about boundaries. I don't know about boundaries. Boundaries are not. You physically touch someone Mm -hmm. in a non-consensual way as they were unconscious. I don't think that's a valid excuse at all. She's she's trying very hard to cover up her name or not like to rebuild her name. I don't think she's doing a very good job at it. She's came with the 13 part video. She came with another video, um, the blog post and it's I mean, it's all saying the same things. Well, she talks in this blog post about the importance of consent. And then we see this video where she's not really taking part in consent nature. And basically, she ends this whole long, it's a 15-minute long, if you read it, it's 15 minutes long, of a blog post. She ends it by saying, After eight months of feeling muzzled and controlled by lawyers, agents, publicists, and parents, it feels good to speak my truth and share more than I probably should. I'm sure I'll experience some backlash, but as a just-turned-18-year-old, it's all mine to bear now. I don't know what the blog post (laughs) honestly means because you're kind of seeing, like, oh, she kind of understands what the situation is, but she's still gaslighting him. For sure. She continues to gaslight him and kind of play the victim in this situation where she has made a victim. I don't know. I think it was very smart for him to wait until she turned 18 because he never came out about anything. He was very, like... He was very private about the situation since she was a minor. I do agree with Mm -hmm. that statement. And um, I think he was very hurt by it. And he just had to take time to, like be able to process everything and be able to get through this and when he posted the video it was right when she turned 18 so you know he specifically did it for her to be like a legal adult and it was very sad the video it was very sad sad. and you could kind of tell that it took him a very very long time to kind of gather this information and speak about it you could tell in the video that there was a bunch of different lighting changes Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just it just it hurt to watch someone kind of talk about this situation especially so young because it's also a lot of men people believe that i I don't know how to wear it well but like it's so if if this came in if this came out they'd believe the woman's side and so this is like kind of different because that's why people the media isn't used to kind of this exactly reversal situation right I don't know, man. I think it's a very sad situation. It she is a very sad situation, and we're still kind of seeing it unfold, uh, let alone it's still a legal issue. I think it's still ongoing, and I'm not quite sure what happens. Uh, I know Jack is currently being supported by a ton of different people mm-hmm. um, who have come out and claimed that um, CNMA has been very controlling, that they've witnessed it. And I don't know what's going on with CNMA. I know a lot of her, her comments are turned off. Yeah, I mean, she's still posting content, but... She is still posting content. She did content. lose um, quite a few followers on Instagram. So, but tying this back in with the Taylor Heller situation, mm-hmm. um, he's... if it, These are both sexual um, abuse accusations. And everyone, all of, like, of the top stars are following him, but not any of them are following her and so that's also like being brought up a lot because they're like well 
if it's both about sexual abuse, then why is he losing followers and why is he being hated on, but she's not? That is true. And one thing I have noticed is that there are several TikTok trends about CNMA taking it as a joke. And one specifically I can remember is they take it like uh, they have they flash this picture of CNMA and then they're like, uh, come over. And then it'll flash back to them and they'll be like, no. And then she'll be like, come over now. And then they're like, absolutely not. And then it'll flash a, like an angry photo of CNMA and then back to them and they're being dragged into like a building yeah, or something. Okay. I just think... I don't think that this is the right way to handle the situation specifically just because I know that Jack would probably get on TikTok, see these things and kind of feel triggered. Mm -hmm. I know that some sexual assault victims will also kind of feel triggered by this type of content that is being made. But I do think it is specific to see how CNMA, as a woman, an 18-year-old adult, a female, she is kind of being taken as a joke for this sexual assault, sexual abuse case, whereas Taylor Holder... We know nothing about it right now. Right. We know absolutely nothing about like there's it. There's nothing um, confirmed or denied with the allegations. But, like, hers, like, there, there's been facts. There's been videos. There's been proof that this has happened. And, like, people's came out saying that, like, Jack Rats came out saying that this has happened to him. And I don't know if it has anything to do with, like, the legal manner, the legal aspects of maybe Taylor Holder took more time to kind of get it under the wraps whereas CNMA just kind of watched it all fall out and then she um she fanned the flames mm -hmm. and she gaslighted everybody that she could and now here we are that for sure for sure could be the case I have no idea well thank you so much for being on today's show thank uh, you we talked a lot we talked about the Super Bowl we talked about some celebrity pregnancies we talked about all the TikTok tea involving Taylor Holder and CNMA and Jack Wright is there anything you want to add before we leave? Not really. I really enjoyed being here today talking about this. I know I enjoy reality tea and all this because it, it's things happening in our world that isn't a part of our world, but like we get to witness it. So I, I really enjoyed it. We have a lot of exciting new topics up for next week, and we'll be definitely covering the Pete Davidson and Kanye controversy right now. Um, but we'll We'll talk about that next week, so make sure you tune in. And thank you for listening live from Room 204.